笑着。Welcome back to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2 when nature calls, one minute at a time. Ace Ventura, yeah, the non-transphobic Ace Ventura. Thank you for explaining. Because he got a, the Buster got a pee. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Jab, and we have wonderfully with us today, Crystal Beth. Yay! Hi. Yeah. Hi, Crystal hey, Beth. Howdy, hey. Guys, you're hey. my you're my first guesting in like a month and a half. Yeah. Well, really? you're our last guesting. Like we were like, oh man, we need to have Crystal Beth on, so we. Snuck you in under the radar. The TSA right didn't know we were, wire, yep. we were hauling a crystal beth in our suitcase. I don't think any of us knew that this was happening. <laughs> no. Nope. We, you see that, that, that gag you were doing right there? That would have made sense if she was, like, guesting on, like, the... In the actual suitcase Like, minutes. the airplane. Yeah, airplane yeah well, minutes, you know what, but... Jeb? She's not, so that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. fine. It's fine, I'm just saying it would have worked better. Instead, in this minute, instead of airplanes in the night sky, which are, like, shooting stars, we have minute 84 that starts with Jesse exclaiming, Of a family again! Yay. Because that's what Bullseye and her are. So now. sweet! And also the aliens. Yeah. You forget about the aliens yeah. being also new. Oh but that's God. also in this minute. Man, this minute has a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it ends with Al bawling in his commercial, which is unprofessional and will not get children to buy things. <laughs> but it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine watching a commercial where the guy and it just starts crying? If you had, like, no context. No like, context. You didn't know, like, why. Oh. Yeah. Well, it might make you feel bad. This like, is... Oh, we've this got, guy. like, four or five different scenes in this minute, so we'll we'll get to that. It's a whole thing. The first scene, of course, being the bullseye foot gag with his feet yeah the danny danny yeah which tells you two things first of all bullseye can spell (laughs) yeah he's he's not human intelligent he's not a smart dog he's not a dog at all he's just dog smart even though as we see the dog is not yeah it's uh, it's so weird and also andy has labeled at this point woody buzz Bazooka Jane and her jet-propelled horse. <laughs> he is not labeled Mr. Potato Head, Rex, Slinky Dog, Ham, who contains his money. Right. What? What? So, uh, my thoughts on that are, those are the toys he takes out of his home. Mm. Well, I would think... That well, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense for Rex and uh, Potato Head. He wouldn't take them out, but would he not take out... Or, um, I mean, Potato Head and Ham. But would he not take Rex outside? I, I mean, it's not his favorite toy. We don't see him really. I mean, pick him up. We see him pick up Rex as like a bad guy, but yeah. in, in the original Toy Story. But he's, he's not a, a dinosaur boy. He's a cowboy guy. And then he gets Buzz Lightyear, who's the most popular toy of the year. He's like yeah. the Cabbage Patch doll of the '80s. So of course he's gonna be like, "No, this is my guy." I gotta label my Buzz. Gotta yeah, label my sense. Buzz. I buy that. I, I buy that. Yeah, and I guess they're all like quote unquote rag dolls, except for Buzz, of course. Mm-hmm. So like. It makes sense that you would, you know, bring him outside and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, I, I'm accepting of that. It's not necessarily how much he loves them. Yeah, I never labeled my toys when I was growing up. Me neither. Me neither. I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of an idea from the first one that just, you know sticks around. Yeah, it's kind of cute. And yeah. also based off of what you were saying about Bullseye being able to read, a part of me wonders: Does he know how to read, or has he just seen Woody talk about his foot so much? 
that he doesn't like he sees that these are the order the letters go in so he doesn't know how to read he's just seen it enough yeah he doesn't know what he's spelling out he just knows that the a then the n the d then the y go in that order he knows how his paw or foot configuration his paw can yeah his hoof configuration (laughs) should go because it's weird andy wrote this in the order of bottom right leg Top left leg, top right leg, so he has to cross his arms, and then bottom left, which means if Bullseye wasn't crossing his front two legs, then it would read Adney, or possibly Natty. I don't... So, you you were talking about this off mic a little bit. It made me wonder, you know, because that's my favorite thing to do, is to rationalize why anything would happen in a movie instead of just going with it, or, you know, nitpicking at it, but it makes me wonder if... The, uh, right, that is literally all we do. Makes me wonder if when Andy was writing it down because Bullseye's so derpy and floppy, if that's <laughs> the way his legs fell and Andy mm. like just happened to pick up the hooves all together and write it out and then realize what he did and then was like, wow, I'm a nine-year-old. I don't care. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I guess someone's going to think it's Danny with a weird spelling. Right. No offense to any Dannys out there with weird spellings. Just the wrong <laughs> It's not your fault, it's your parents' fault. Ask them why they don't like you. Yeah, blame your parents for your poorly spelled name. Yeah. Or just, like, start spelling it right, because it's probably short for something. Right. Danielle or Daniel. Danica. Danton. Dan Sisko. Yeah, that one. Buzz is, next scene, is Buzz bad at flirting. He doesn't know how to... He doesn't know how to flirt. How to make a <laughs> girl... He doesn't know the... What is it? The the guy with the weird hat did the thing? Tips Fedora? No, the guy with the, the floofy hat who did, like, the game or whatever. Was that the guy's name? The game? I don't know. This was, like, pre-incel telling dudes how to, like, pick up chicks. Yeah. There's also a video game for how to do it now. So Wait, you, what? Yeah. So a new video game came out, and it's like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing, and it... uh, It's like a dating sim-ish? It's a guy that's like, this is how you flirt with a girl, and he gives you different scenarios, and the girls react the way that, you know... All women always react, because women, of course, aren't full human beings. Yeah. It just, it teaches people how to be creeps. And it's a guy with long hair and he's a self-proclaimed super seducer. Nice. <laughs> and it's called super seducer. No, good oh lord. God. It's the opposite of a super soaker. Yeah. And Ugh. the girls are horrible <laughs> actors and it teaches men how to think that they can be a super soaker. And uh, he's not. You would not. think that these girls would be wonderful actors <laughs> because they're just doing what naturally comes to all women by your pre-programmed lizard brains. I was going to say hormones, but lizard brains works too. Lizard hormones. Yeah. That too. Is one of the tips in the super chasey man to tell someone they're... To tell someone that their yarn is full of hair, or their hair is made of yarn, or that uh, they are a strapping, lovely young, that, yes, I need to go, because I'm buzz. Buzz bad at thing. No wonder they don't date for like ten years. Yeah, Buzz sucks at this. Buzz is very bad at this. Yeah. Then she calls him the sweetest space toy. Is that condescending, or... Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, because she's been around, uh... Oh, Stinky Pete for too long. And so she thinks of Space Toys yeah, as like a is, lesser Yeah, she associates, because of him, she associates Space Look Toys at that, with that, uh, And that activity. is how racism starts. You listen yeah, to yeah, your dumb like a, elders. Yeah. This is like saying, like, speaking of, like, incels and stuff, saying, like, oh, Asian girls or whatever 
or like pick a one and saying like, oh, they're better because I have some racist uh, preconceptions in my brain and I'm bad at things. Yeah. So this is like the kind of quote unquote benevolent racism. I guess. I guess. Of like, oh, you're you're one of the good ones. You're one of the good space toys. Right. It's like, oh, thank you. I'm not like other space toys. Right. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Buzz, I think, isn't... I mean, he only knows space racism, spacism, from Woody. Nice. So, Woody and him kind of had a flirty relationship, too. Let's be real yeah. here. I mean... So, how much is Buzz saying to himself, oh, good... She thinks I'm cute. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A lot. He's probably ignoring the spacism of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. He also might not even hear it. Right. Because he's so cocky. Sometimes people are... I mean, he's a lot better now because we got to see the other Buzz Lightyear and be like, oh, right, that's exactly what he was like. Which is my favorite. I love that part. But maybe he's just so still, like, you know, proud of himself (laughs) of being a good toy or the best toy. Oh, I'm sweet. (laughs) Yep, that yeah. he's yeah, like, yes, she loves, well, it's like uh, Jim Carrey in, La- in uh, oh, God, Dumb and Dumber, when he's like, so you still, oh, you know, I still oh. got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> more like one, a chance. In, one in a million. Let's go yeah. to Aspen where the women flock like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie, I don't know how much it holds up, but it's very quotable. Yeah, uh, It holds up. It's still yeah, very okay. funny. Aspen. Oh, it's uh, uh, Samsonite. That's what it is. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you, Dumb and Dumber Minute. Coming to a theater, yes, get soon. Yeah, so theater. you can, yeah, <laughs> watch it. Watch well, the live shows, they're a thing. Anyway. Yeah, I got it. yeah. Okay. Slinky speaks dog to dog and figures out the really obvious thing when a dog is pawing at the door. <laughs> hmm, do you think that Slinky actually speaks dog or is he pulling this out of his back end? I think he's just stating the obvious. But he says bark bark to Buster. Yeah, the bark bark part, he's like. No, do you think that they'll think that I actually know? Oh, it's like when you talk to your cat, you say, meow, meow. Yeah. Or to your dog, you say, yeah, yeah, you will go outside? That kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, that kind of thing. Aw, well, that's good for him. Good yeah, that's, for him. <laughs> that's how I took it, at least. At least he says, you know, he's modest about relieving himself. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Take care of some business. Yes, the private time. Yes. yes. You need some private time. I, I like when he's like, what is it, boy? Bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just says bark. That's how he, he says, just says bark. he barks. We've bark, already bark. gone over this. That yeah, yeah, because he does that in the airport. Yeah, yep. but that's dogs don't actually bark. bark by saying bark. They say row, row, or boof, row, boof, or maybe r. Yeah, but r is kind of a row. Or yeah, I if they're a very tiny dog. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I would say I is a little bit of a... Yeah, yeah, I... That's I its own thing. Yeah. They, they I, they row, they are, or they believe. Yes. Yeah. The, the four dog, the four elements of doghood. I live right outside genders. a dog park, and I support this 100% because it's exactly right. <laughs> the four dog genders. Yep. Oh. This is my dog, He's a boof. <laughs> um, Sorry, honey. Your dog's either a boof or a row. There aren't other dog gender. No, that's not true. That dogs can... Um, dogs. Zeskane? <laughs> a part of me is trying to figure out if boof is, is something that we need to bleep out because of what it is. No. Oh, it's a no. It's a dog sound. Boof. It's a boof. 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 It's not okay. No, I can say it, Get but <laughs> the I dogs they can't say that. Right? That's, that's our word. That's my dog gender. 
I love it. There's an interesting thing, though, when Jesse gets all super excited to help out this doggo. Which, to be fair, I also get excited to help out doggos. She pulls a buzz. She pulls a buzz, definitely. But the car she picks up to skate on is Emily's car from earlier in the movie. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's the station wagon. Wow. The the red one. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I saw the note back when we were talking about Emily and all that in Sad Week. And I put the note at the end of my notes to look at now. So, full circle. That's crazy. Toy Story Minute. That is. Yeah. Some, uh, that's what I call attention to detail. That's what I call copying and pasting something for later in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. Fine. Yeah. Uh, and then Buzz. Um, this is awkward. This is a ding dong joke right in the middle here. Oh yeah, big time. His wings come out, which I. Eh, He's um, aroused. Okay. How? Mm, what? What are the logistics of it? How does this? Why? Why? You see, when a boy likes a girl, <laughs> I know that his tube fills up with blood that makes it stand up. So but how does that work with, I'm sorry, Jeb, I'm saying it in the plain anatomical terms so it's not to be dirty for no, our G-rated I was going to say that his wings fly out unexpectedly. <laughs> like his button pops in. Yeah. Yes. My, because I like to rationalize why things will happen in movies. There you go. I think that he gets so surprised and excited that he relaxes and all of his little hinges kind of, they don't stay tight and that's when they let go. <laughs> he relaxes his <laughs> He unhinges, sphincters. he relaxes too much. At a shock. Sphincter. <laughs> his winkter. <laughs> oh, no, that sounds, oh, okay. I don't like that. That sounded, uh, <laughs> That's gross. He's, I didn't like that one. Wings come to attention. It's uh, yeah. That sounded funnier in my head when I said it out loud. It just sounded gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, good thing that Jesse didn't see this because right. this, oh, this would be real gross. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't know why that just happened. I'm sorry. Should be like, oh, the prospector was right. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Space toys only care about one thing, and it's disgusting. Yep. Getting their wings up. Yep. We talked about toy anatomy enough that, I mean, Buzz can't really take off his armor. So he is his armor. Yeah, because he's like a slug or a snail or a whatever. Yes, yes. He's a squishy boy inside of a thing. Inside of a hard shell. Yep, yep, that's it. a hard shell taco. Yes, Buzz is a hard shell taco. And the meats don't come out, if you know what I mean. So Buzz's only way of showing his excitement is his... wingspan. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Okay. There's okay. no other way to put it. Let's be real. Yeah, he gets a boner. Anyway, he does. Yeah. yeah, you can't put it. Any- we all know. We were gonna say yeah. yeah if, we, yeah. if you're done with us skirting around it, yeah. yeah, he's got an erection. Yes. Okay. Okay, Jeb. Way to put it out there. Put I it scientifically. Yeah, Ham. This is the next scene. Is Ham playing his video game and asking for help? And Rex doesn't help. No, he doesn't. Rex just assumes that Ham means, "Hey, do you want to play this game instead?" Because he's like, I don't need to play it. And Ham's like, I didn't ask you to play. I didn't ask you to play. I asked you if you had any tips because you read the strategy guide. Hey, bro, you want to help me with some gamer stuff? My geeks and gamers. Where are my geeks? I wish I could find the real geeks and gamers (laughs) in this room to play toy things. Right. And Rex's whole thing, it also doesn't make sense. And this is a thing I don't like in movies. This is my one gripe with the wonderful film Jingle All the Way. Floyd, <laughs> Sinbad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, and What's-Her-Face. Beautiful. Is, he says at the end that he doesn't need a Turbo Man because his dad is Turbo Man. But you 
the reason you get a Turbo Man is to play with it. Right. You're, you can't do that with your dad, who works sometimes and also doesn't fit in your hand because he's not an action figure. Right. <laughs> the only movie that I enjoyed that in was Kiwi Herman. Oh, when he says, I don't need to see it, I lit it. Yeah. Well, also, because he was involved in the production of the film. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's a fictionalized version of his life. Like, this is the whole thing. Here, it's, I don't need to play a game because I accidentally knocked over Zerg one time. On an elevator. That was completely unrelated to this. And it was accidental, and yeah. And also, I still haven't completed the game, even though I had the strategy guide. Mm -hmm. Guys, Rex doesn't get anything. Let him have this. (laughs) You're taking away his joy. Here's the thing, though, is by Rex's logic, Ham also lived it. Because Ham was right there. Ham was right there! Yes, but Ham Ham didn't do it. And Rex never does anything. Did Ham's tail accidentally knock Zerg off the top? Ham's tail couldn't do that. Exactly. He's got a little sprungy doingy. Yeah. Yeah. Sprungy doingy. Sprungy doingy. Yeah, well, we were done talking about sprungy doingies when we talked about Buzz. Yeah, so. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, oopsies. (laughs) Okay, so. When is this? Because I assume it would be next day, right? Mm-hmm. The day after all the airport adventures. Mm-hmm. So then, because commercial. Here's what happened since yesterday. Al went to Japan, found out his luggage was missing, talked to Konishi, and like explained all this. Neither of them decided to take any action, including suing the airline, which is what you <laughs> would do. Like, he's, I'm sorry, he's entitled to money from the airline. Like, he's a jerk and all that. Mm -hmm. But the airline lost his luggage that was worth... Lots and lots and lots of money. Lots of hug and bear of money. Yeah. So, again, I'm about to rationalize the movie. So, my thoughts are, you know how he mentioned he was going to do the commercial in one take? Yeah. A part of me is wondering if he was doing live commercials where you only get one chance because live commercials used to be a really big deal, especially for tiny little places like this where it would be the owner yeah. doing the commercial. So maybe he is in the middle of trying to sue the airline but has they doesn't have a foot to stand on because he doesn't have any money. Airlines have a lot of money. They're just going to you know, rush everything out, but he has to record because he made the appointment and paid for it, but he's in the middle of... Why would he have made the appointment? Because he made it... When he just went to Japan. Way before. You you don't make an appointment the day before you do a commercial. You make an appointment a month or two out and you have to pay up front. Like, you need to pay... You don't cancel it when you're going to go to Japan and get thousands and thousands of dollars? I think he probably thought he was going to come back. The next day? Yeah, the next day. He's not a smart man. (laughs) <laughs> but he knows what roadkill is. Yeah, there you go. Here's the thing, though. Okay, he not only did he go to Japan, blah, 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 talk to the airport, he also flew back to America. The Tri-County area. Or, yes, yeah. to the Tri-County area, hired, or talked to Tri-County video, and, you know, got in his suit and all that in less than 24 hours. Yeah. You can't do the first bit. Of, he wouldn't He wouldn't even know his luggage was missing yet. Right. He would maybe be just landing. Maybe. If it was the fastest airplane in the night sky that was like shooting stars. Maybe he is in Japan on a sound studio that had to record live in front of the toy barn. There you go. (laughs) The the toy barn, the Al's toy barn in Japan. Yeah. Yep. Is there a Euro Al's toy barn? Yeah. (laughs) The sister store. Yeah. With a Japanese Al. Yeah. 
Al, but, you know, color shifted. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, palette shifted. There you go. Palette shifted? Is that what you said? Yeah, palette shifted. There we go. Good. Got it in one. Also, the sale that he's doing, is this a smart business plan? Maybe he's... Okay, you made me think of something, Crystal. Oh, it's weird calling you Crystal. Crystal Beth. Ah! <laughs> Maybe he's doing this big blowout sale... To raise money as quickly as possible to sue the airline because he just spent a decent amount of money. A lot. Of, very much money. More than that guy makes in a year of yeah. money. Just to finance this trip, we estimated it would be upwards of several tens of thousands of dollars. Right. Like the shipping alone was like 20000 And then a quick last minute airline... All that kind of stuff. It This costs him a lot. His life savings is blown. He doesn't have any money for lawyers. So is he just like liquidating Al's toy barn to get in this long legal battle with, what is it, Far East Air? I think it is. Yeah, Far East. Yeah. Is this why he's basically liquidating all of his assets at Al's toy barn? Maybe. Maybe he does, he's just giving up on life. He's going to be killed. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, whoa. You're saying he's going to, like, this is, he's gotten to his last straw? Yeah. Jeez. Maybe. He's a man on the edge with nothing to lose. Honestly, That's though, not- he, he seems so selfish. I don't think he'd be able to do that. Yeah, it's true. And he's, uh, he's, he's also prideful. He's too prideful to do that, I think. Honestly, like we've said, like, very little time has passed. In the DVD commentary, they admit that there's no way that this could have happened, because he would be in Japan or flying to Japan at this moment. Yeah. But like, yeah, he seems like the kind of person who would just instead want to fight the airline, fight Konishi, fight well, first he'd take, anyone I think first he he's the kind of guy who first he would take a while to wallow in his own self-pity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what he's doing here. Oh, yeah, he's crying in the middle of a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. He's wallowing now, and then he'll take action to be like, give me my money. Yeah, and he, we know he's good at being angry Angry Al, mad at service workers, man. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. such a jerk. He's the worst character. Because he got cookie crumbs instead of cookies that one time. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> getting cookie crumbs, except for... Ten oh, million times worse. Okay, no, he's going to get this green case, and you know what's going to have in it? Four empty custom-fitted foam things, and Stinky Pete's box. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> That's so... <laughs> so He's gonna think this was stolen. I mean, it was stolen, kind of by themselves. Yeah, like yeah. They stole I mean, them. I'm not saying it was morally objectionable. Right. They stole themselves. I'm saying but, so. Yeah, technically, you're so right. So, a person who doesn't know toys are alive. Some of this airport saw this huge, huge profit in getting you know six figures worth of toys and stole it. Right. So all these baggage handlers now also are at risk mm-hmm. from the last uh, week or so. They're all under inspection well, and all that. This is that a terrible years. thing, though? Because they all were bad at their jobs. They were That's very... They, we heard glasses break. They're just throwing stuff around. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Maybe it was time they moved on to a new job. Except for... If, here's the thing. I'll be fine with them losing their job. But the thing is, he's going to want to get money out of them. Like, a, like just because you're bad at your job, sure, fire them. Don't make them pay you thousands of dollars each. I don't think that he'd be able to sue the people working for the company. The I, for, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, 
But I feel like if something happens in a corporation, it doesn't matter who exactly did it. You sue the corporation, not the person. Yeah, but the corporation is going to take it out on their people. Is the problem? They, corporations they'd probably just bad. fire them. Corporations are fine. I don't. <laughs> corporations are people, my friends. Yeah. I don't oh, think I that they that. can sue their employees, though. They can fire them. In a few years. They can definitely fire them. Yeah, I, I guess that would be the worst. One. But they would also, they would bring them in for the investigation. Because this can't be the first time that this airline's been sued. Because as we've said, they shattered that one fragile box. Plenty of bad things have happened mm-hmm. at this airline, at this airport. I'm sure Al sued them for his cookies. Oh, yeah. He gotta have them cookies. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, it wasn't worth it to sue them for the cookies, but now it's worth it. Right. It's definitely worth I mean... Yeah. yeah, I'm not a jerk, and I would sue them over right. this. Right. This is all of Al's livelihood. This is more money than he could make. You know, I mean, this is his, his life. Yeah. And they ruined it, mm-hmm. at least in his opinion. Eyeballs, yeah. yeah. Like, he's probably not even thinking, well, I stole this Woody doll, so I guess I'm paying the price. Right. Like, he doesn't care he about doesn't that. Think of, yeah, he doesn't think about life like that. Yeah. <sighs> no one told him life was going to be this way. So I I just, I've been very curious about this now. And I found a little blurb on a law website about if an employer can sue an employee. And it says, while an employee may not be subject to tangible action for damages in cases of mere negligence, employers may seek damages against former employee in cases where the employee's conduct has amounted to more than negligence or carelessness and the employer's losses are significant. Employers that may pursue textbook what this is. Exactly. They may pursue dismissal with a cause in such cases, but must be careful to ensure first that it had provided appropriate training, supervision, and materials to the employee. So it might actually not be worth it for this airline to sue these people because of how much money airlines make. I know we don't mm-hmm. find out how much these toys are, but if, you know, Chicken Man doesn't have hard evidence on the airline actually doing something wrong, it's not even worth it for the airline to sue these guys because they'll be like... Oh, you think they're going to settle? Oh, I think they would probably string it out and be like, here's a like $10,000, shut up and leave us alone. Yeah, which I'll spend more on that on shipping. So yeah, he's kind of ruined. Yeah, they're not. Uh, he's he won't get more than that. Yeah. The other thing about this is this is now that I think about it, this is international. I mean, this is a, not just a multinational corporation, but the crime could have happened in Japan. It could have happened in a connecting flight. Right. It could have happened right there at the airport. Right. We don't know where, or we know where, but they don't. They know don't know where, where this could yeah. happen. Maybe someday they'll find that camera full of film that has pictures. (laughs) Right. That's the best, and I really hope so. I always think, always think about that. Right. Someone found them and thought that someone was doing an elaborate, like, stop motion thing. (laughs) Yeah. Is what our current theory is. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's the end of the minute. Crystal Beth, you no longer do Fifth Element. You guys all finished up a while back. Yes. Back in October. Wait, what? Oh, you did it back in... I, I was going to say that you're going to be back in October, and I was like, is there a sixth element? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> man, I wish. Is it carbon? No, carbon eight. I don't know the periodic table of elements, but... Me neither. I'm sure that you've made that joke before. Uh, no, because I don't know it either. Okay, cool. Anyway, what uh, plugs do you plug? want to plug for? What plugs do you plug? Well, plug.com. you can still, oh God, you can still listen to The Fifth Element. It's on iTunes. It's a, no, you can't. It's been erased. Oh, okay. Think, uh, well, never mind. It's gone. I had no clue. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's, it, it's back now. It's back oh, now. oh, good. So it seems to be a little glitchy, uh, but if, <laughs> if it happens to be there when you search for it, 
give it a listen. Also, Unlimited Lives Radio, the video game podcast I do. And you can even watch us play uh, Dungeons & Dragons on Tuesdays, usually, Ooh. on Unlimited Lives Radio, twitch.tv slash Unlimited Lives Radio, when you play with George Hendricks, who does the Mogwai Minute. That's very fun. Yeah. We like George here at Guest of the now. Show. Yeah. yeah. George is good. Oh, friend, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Owner of the show. He's fine. Scott. <laughs> what? Scott. <laughs> yes. Owner of the show. Scott Hendricks Corelli. Oh, he's our George. owner. Yeah. That too. Both of them. No. Cool. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where you were going with that. Me neither. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's talk about your Toy Story 2, like uh, your rankings and stuff next minute. But until next time... Listeners. Listuners. There's a T in there, so I put it. I made it tuna. Listuners. <laughs> Big tuna. You have yarn hair. I. <laughs> That's a great sign <laughs> <laughs> My sign off is going out and taking care of some private time. Nice. Taking a poop. <laughs> Boom. Nice. I lived it. I lived yeah, that. You lived it. Wait, does he have to pee or put whatever? It doesn't matter. That was like a pee dance. <laughs> well, we don't know. Dogs are dogs. They sure are. <laughs> they sure A are. A truer statement was never made. Mm. Bye. He's, bye now. <laughs> He's a rootinous, tootinous cowboy in the wild, wild west.